sitting chilly, but here comes Rank has privileges. Mighty Brown is under a drive on the inside. Then Casiguapo, Big Bazinga has checked out. Coastline is back from there, but it's Rise Up who has the lead. Rise Up went three quarters, 111.94. He's coming to the 16th pole. It's Gerard Malonson and Rise Up. Air up the tires, gas up the tank. He's on the road to the Derby. It's Rise Up in the $1 million Delta Downs jackpot. Chasing the Triple Crown. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is our 11th podcast. There's 155 days until the Kentucky Derby. This is Howard Dinette, CEO of Angolite Media. I'm here with Max Dinette, Editor-in-Chief of Angolite Media. Yes, sir. And he's also the host of Beers, Beards, and Bastard. Bastards, a comedic look at craft beers. This week's a busy one. Um... Some great racing this weekend. The Remsen, the Kentucky Jockey Club, Cigar Mile. The uh, nice sound effect. The Clark is also um, this weekend. Which it, The Clark is today, which is a pretty big race with uh, Game on Dude and Will Take Charge. I'm really excited to see my old pal, Honor Code, run again in the, the Remsen. Um, Shug McGahee kind of held him back from going to the Breeders' Cup, and he's uh, mm. he's been resting and relaxing and doing some works. I'm not crazy about his works lately, but Honor Code, I'm, I'm pretty interested in this horse. He's one of my favorites for the Kentucky Derby. We'll see how he does today or tomorrow. Uh, I also tomorrow. want to do a recap of the Delta Downs jackpot. Um, rise up, crushed in that race. And also, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Scar Mile and Clark at the end of the end of the show today, as a like a little ending bit. Um, they're not really have they don't really have to do with the Kentucky Derby, but it's great racing. So we thought we fun racing, yeah, fun yeah. fun racing. So we can put some cash on those. Also, see what we can do. So recap of the Delta. save up for the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> save up. I actually I won some pretty good money last week on Rise Up and Casa Guapo. So had the, that exact, and I had cash on Rise yeah. Up, so that's good. Uh, so in, in the race, Rise Up came out of the 10-hole. I mean, it, I wasn't crazy about the 10-hole. It's kind of wide, but he got right to the lead by the first turn. And and actually, on the G- Gerard Malansong, Sean, I guess, uh, put him asleep in the back stretch, kind of like was holding him back, and he had a chokehold on this horse. Mm. He was kind of nursing it. Then at the top of the stretch... Casa Guapo, uh, Coastline, who stumbled mm. out, of, out of the gate. You never like to see that. That's yeah, which like, is unfortunate because I think he would have done pretty well. I had him in my exact – also, I did an exact box, but he almost went to his knees, and he was, like, last out of the gate, so it was a poor yep. coming out of the gate. And um, they he made a move. Casa Guapo with, with Coastline and Rum Point and a couple other horses were doing the backstroke. backstroke. Um, and then when they hit hit the top of the stretch, Rise Up just kind of let out the jets, and he you know went down the, the home stretch pretty pretty strong and won by six going away. So had money on him. Was pretty happy to see him see him win. 
Coastline didn't hit the board. Um, Casa Guapo came in second. I had Casa Guapo as one of my picks. And Rank Has Privileges also made a pretty good move. Mm. Um, but uh, Rise Up looks like a pretty good horse to me. Yeah. I, I would say he might be my second favorite to Honor Code. We'll see. But we shall see. I, I'm not crazy about front-running horses, but he it, it's a Mark Cass horse, Cassie. So, good horse. All right, on to some news. I have to do it in post. Do it in post, okay. <laughs> um, so, some big news. I was talking to Tommy today, my buddy Tommy, the guy I always talk about. The so ever-elusive The, the, the ever-elusive Tommy. I was trying to get him on the show today. Couldn't make it. But uh, I think ne- <laughs> next week we're going to chat on Thursday. And we're going to get Tommy. He'll be my first guest. And then after that, we're going to try and get guests on as, as much as possible because things are starting to heat up. December is a little bit. You know, a little bit slow, but when you hit January, it's the the chase is on. Yep. Um, so the Remsen, these are really the last two races, I think, of this year for the chase for the Triple Crown. Once we hit January, it starts with the Sham, and there's a couple other races. I'm going. I'm actually going to be going to the Sham. I'm going to try and hit about five races before the um, Florida Derby. So you should like if for anybody who listens and maybe is going to, you should wear like a big hat or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. And, so if anybody's <laughs> going to these races you. across the country, uh, uh, you know, I'll let you know when I'm going to be there, and I'll try and identify myself. Maybe I'll have. Uh, I think we're going to get some T-shirts made up, Maxi. So we'll yeah. start getting some T-shirts, and so maybe I'll have a chasing the triple crown T-shirt on. There you go. Um, so, uh, in other news, um, there's there's some interesting wagering stuff going on for the Kentucky Derby and the Oaks. Um, they're doing future wagering, and actually, it's going on right now from the 27th to the third is the first Derby pool. They put odds on horses like Honor Code's got pretty low odds at like 15 to one, but he's not going to be if he stays in the chase for the Triple Crown, he won't be 15 to one by the time the Kentucky Derby comes around. So you can get those odds on that horse by doing this futures betting. So mm. they're doing what they're doing is they're opening up like I think one, two, three, four, five different um, Derby future pools. The first one's from the 27th to the 30th. So get, you know, bet early and bet often. Um, the second one is February 6th to February 8th. Then February 27th to March 1st is the third pool. March 27th to March 1st, that's the Oaks pool. And then March 27th to the 29th is the fourth Derby pool. And then, and of course, the Kentucky Derby is going to run after that. So should be interesting. I, I might try and get some action in on that today or tomorrow. But you, so it, it, you can bet early on potential competitors. Yes, potential. So huh. what they do is, I think they. What if they like don't make it or um, something? So like, you lose. You lose. Okay. So, so that's the fun. Yeah, so that's the fun part. So if you pick a horse that you think is going to make it to the Derby, if you bet now, you're going to get pretty good odds on them. Yep. So I might take like maybe I'll do a twenty dollar or thirty dollar honor code bet because if so he it's makes like it, real gambling. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, not it's serious. Like, well, not, yeah, it's 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 risky. It's but, intense gambling. Hey, yeah. You, you can get better odds if you. You know, you you play. Yeah, it. even if it's got like the horse has really good odds, and they only have you put like two bucks on it, and you kind of forget about it, and then they end up making it there and doing something. You yeah. So so Churchill, this is the earliest they've ever done the futures wagering pool, which is I think it's neat. I think it's kind of neat. Yeah, kind of fun. I mean, you could you could do like two bucks. You don't have to go crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could just I mean, and also so it. they'll do the top fifteen horses, and then they'll do the field, so you can bet the field. Which is any three-year-old, so you. But it's like crappy odds, right? But if you, I mean, if you do the field though, if you bet the field, it's a good cover bet, right? 
So anyhow, we should uh, we should do something with that. Maybe one of these shows go into some depth and talk about it a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, we can't. We can't like the rankings of the horse. I mean, I go yeah. through the rankings of the horses. Maybe I'll, we'll just I'll do that today. Do like a mini sode of just that. Yeah, that's a good idea. It. Okay. Note taken. Yeah. Thanks, Max. Could be fun. Um. So Groupie Doll, Groupie Doll is going to run against the boys Ooh. tomorrow in the Cigar Mile, and Groupie Doll is a pretty tough horse. I mean. <laughs> Typically, Groupie Doll is a sprinter. She's stretching out to a mile, but her her works have looked pretty good, and she is tough as nails. Yeah. So she'll be running against, you know, um, I think it's Golden Sense, and who's in the cigar? Cigado. The Cigado. Hold on one second. She'll be running against some pretty good horses. Golden Sense, who won the... Um, Breeders' Cup Mile is going to be there. Flat Out, Verrazano, Private Zone, Capo Bastone, who I like. So she's running against the boys, which I think is cool. I'm going to I'm going to bet her. I'll probably have her in my exact. I'm not sure if I'm going to bet win money until I see see what she looks like. Yeah, so. good on you, Groupie Doll. Here, a little, little golf cap clap for Groupie Doll. Um, the other bit of news that I have is Gulfstream Park opens its 75th anniversary meeting pretty pretty cool i'll be there a few times this year it's a nice track yeah. so happy 75th birthday yeah. uh, i didn't want to miss it there you go the one above it is glass break and that seems a little abrasive that's so. a, that's a little, <laughs> it's not quite what we're going for tough. so on to some rants and raves so aqueduct the big a closed on the twenty seventh, yeah, so you, you kind of left this, them hanging. This, closed this, <laughs> on the twenty seventh. This is a, this is a rant. It's a wind rant. Yeah. So it was windy. I guess they closed the track down on the twenty. I think they closed it last weekend also. So they got. I, I mean, in New York they have weather. We know this because I'm I'm from upstate New York. Yeah. So they have some weather there. So it's kind of tough. So they, that's a little bit of a rant. Um, little rant. Little 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 rave for the New York Racing Association for Breeders' Cup and Grade One winners. For the Cigar Mile, um, the Breeders' Cup winners can win a million bucks. So that would be Groupie, groupie Doll and Golden Sense, and or seven hundred fifty thousand if you're a Grade One winner. That would be Flat Out, Verrazano, Capo, Bastone, and Private Zone. So that that's that's cool that New York, uh, the New York Racing Association is doing that, bumping it up, and I think they got some really good horses in that race because of that. Hmm. The extra cash. The extra cash usually brings some good horses. So that's the end of the rants and raves section. On to the chase for the Triple Crown. So the standings, Havana is still the number one horse, bondholder number two with 11 points. New Year's Day, number three, and now Rise Up, the winner of the Delta Downs jackpot, is number four. Then we have Wemus Artie. Artie. Number five. Ami's Holiday, number six. Cleburne, number seven, and... Casa Guapo in eighth position. Honor Code is in tenth, and Strong Mandate, another horse that I like, is in fifteenth. They're dropping down the leaderboard because they haven't raced in a while. But Ooh. Honor Code could jump up today. So on to the next races for the Chase for the Triple Crown. The Remsen, which is going to be run tomorrow at the Big A Aqueduct. It's race number nine, I do believe. The Kentucky Jockey Club at Churchill is also going to be run tomorrow. So they look like they're both a Busy mile. Busy run day. Yeah. 
both a mile and a 16th. They're both in the 10-point category for it. It's race 8th and ninth, And then the Jerome, which is going to be run. So so there's a big gap. No December races. So we'll, we'll still have the show, but we're going to be talking about different stuff. And maybe we could do, yeah. a, do the thing a few of the creative ideas. Or, hey, yeah. send us a note on what you want us to talk about yeah. during that time period. And we'll... we'll got something on your mind. Yeah. But we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I'm sure there'll be some activity going on, but it's December. And then the next one... After that, so the Jerome is on the, the January um, 4th, 2014, which is the 10th race. And also on January 4th is the Sham, which is at Santa Anita, and Max and I are going to go to the Sham. Yes, sir. Then there's Yon. January 18th, the La Comante at Fairgrounds. I think that's in Louisiana. And then the Smarty Jones at La Comante. La Comante, yes. French. Thank you, Maxie. Um, the Smarty Jones at Oaklawn Park is the 13th. The Holy Bull. Holy Bull. Is the, is the, at um, Gulfstream. And then going through, there's like 18 races up to the Fountain of Youth. And the Fountain of Youth, the points change to the 50, 20, 10, 5. 50 for first, 20 for second, 10 for third, and 5 for fourth. That's the first race where the, the races start picking up a little bit. So as the the horses are funneling, the 18th race is the Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream, and the points jump up. And then at the 26th race, which is the Florida Derby, the points jump to 100. So the, the last seven races in the Kentucky Derby Series are huge. Mm. So that's when all the horses, like it's like the playoffs, right? So the last seven races of the series jumps to 100 points, 40 points for second, 20 points for third and 10 for fourth so because because the horses get better and better for each one of these races so a little bit about the 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 schedule there so on to let's talk a little bit about um the remsen it's a grade two race it's it's pretty big 400k which is good and it's a a 10 pointer um it's the eighth race i already said that in the kentucky derby prep series it's grade two said that already um, so we're going to read off the horses in this race. Yes, sir. So let's see. Maxie, why don't you go first? I'll start it off. Number The number one spot is Noble Moon. Noble Moon. Number two, Master Lightning. With It's a Todd Pletcher horse with Lascano riding. Jose Lascano. Let's see. Then we've got a fleet accompli or a comply. Um... Let's see. Oh, uh, Ortiz Jr. Is Irad? Irad? Irad. Irad. Yep. And uh, where's the trainer? Breen Kelly? Is that the trainer? No, that's the track. I don't know what I'm looking at here. (laughs) Or is that the trainer? Uh, Yeah. I did it right. I just didn't believe in myself. Is that Kelly Breen? I think it's Kelly Breen. Breen Kelly. Kelly Breen. And then the four horse honor code with Suge McGahee and Castellano. Uh, riding. And then Maxie's got a great name horse here. Mm. Took I took your uh, took your thunder. Mental iceberg. Love that name. That's a good name. Uh, let's see. That's where are we at? G Rodriguez. I'm not sure who that is. Um, and it's Gregory De Prima is the trainer. So there you go. And then we have. Oh, it's a tough one. Mazda Zach. Uh, that's a tough one. With uh, Junior 
Alvarado riding with it's a Billy Mott horse. Hmm. Billy Mott. Billy Mott. Where are we at? Uh, Wicked Strong. Wicked Strong. Wicked Strong, man. Then we had out of Boston. Uh, Intense Holiday, another Todd Pletcher horse with Joel Rosario. And then another big horse here, Maxie, that another kind of fave for the race. Last one. Oh, the last one. Cairo Prince. And that is a... Well, Sayez. Is it Luis Sayez? Yeah, Sayez. 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 And uh, I can't read the name. Let me see it. Kirian. 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 Oh, Kieran McLaughlin, great, uh, great trainer. So, anyhow, let's handicap this a little bit. So, my picks, I, I like Honor Code, of course. He comes from way off the pace. I mean, in the Champagne, he ran from eight wide to come down and almost get up to beat Havana. So, he, he lost by a nose. Mm. He's really, he kind of lags back, which could be a problem with nine horses. Um, the race is a little bit longer. It's a mile and a 16th, so I think that plays a little bit better for him. Um, he's ran twice, so he's had you know a first and a second. Hasn't traveled much, so I think that's good, six weeks ago. Uh, eight wide, Ari talk, talked about that. He was eight wide. If the race had been a little bit longer, the Champagne, he probably would have won. His buyers are strong with an 89 and 93. He ran a mile and a minute or a... 135 and 4 which is pretty strong that's under the 12 second rule mm. and then he has Shug negative I, I'd say his works of late aren't great but I, I think Shug just kind of takes it easy with him I also like yeah. Cairo Prince um, he's ran two times and he's won two times his buyers are really strong 90 and uh, 84 he has Kieran I'm not crazy about he's a front runner let me see if he is a front runner or not yeah, he likes to get on the lead and put him to sleep. He has um, Luis Saez, which is he's a good jock. He's he was on Will Take Charge, and um, he also was on. I think he's on Will Take Charge. I don't think he was on Strong Mandate, but anyhow, um, he was losing ground the last time through his last win. So he was at the three quarter mark. He was ahead by five. And then he was up by two and a half. So don't really know if he's going to – Honor Code's going to be, you know, flying at the end. So we'll see. I also like Noble Moon. Pretty solid. He was um, in the same race as Cairo Prince last time out. And he came in third, but he went from, like, eighth to third pretty quick. So he's a closer also. So you look for him and – Honor code to be closing, and then Wicked Strong, Get he's there. a front runner, so he'll be uh, he potentially be on the lead with um, Cairo Prince. So we'll see. My buddy Tommy said speed holds up at Aqueduct, so keep that in mind. But I'm gonna opt for the closing horse, Honor Code, because I really like Honor Code. All right, so that is the so I probably just I'm gonna do a straight exacta because I think Honor Code is gonna be bet way down. So I'll probably do a Honor Code. Cairo Prince for a bunch of cash to see if I can catch something. There you go. And then I might do like an exacta box just as a cover bet with Noble Moon, maybe Mental Iceberg and Wicked Strong. Wicked Strong. So any, <laughs> anyhow, there you go. That is the Remsen. So honor code all the way for that.
let's do the the uh, Kentucky Jockey Club. It's a grade two. It's 150k, a little bit less. Horses in this are okay. They're, I mean, I would say they're not as strong they're as acceptable <laughs> as their Remsen, but there's a couple good ones. Almost Famous is an interesting horse here. Um, he's not going to be my pick though. I'm trying to, I'm going to try and beat Almost Famous if that makes sense. He's a front runner. Mm. He won by six, which is pretty strong last time over the track at uh, Churchill Downs. So I'm just going to read these horses off real quick because I don't want to belabor it. Almost Famous. Culprit, My Gale Sale, Awesome Sky, Notability, Tapature, Laddie Boy, Laddie Boy, Arctic Slope, Deborah Historia, Historia, Buck Magic. It's like a Jack London Buck name. Buck Magic. <laughs> um, so I like that. that that's kind of cool. So any notable trainers. So we have... Almost Famous has Patrick Byrne. My buddy Dale Romans has Culprit. He also has Notability. He's he's actually a pretty interesting pick. I, I like Dale Romans at Churchill because it's his. And Steve Asmussen's got some horses here. Tapature and that's it. And, uh, and that's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Dobra Historia has Billy Mott, and then we got a Kenny McPeak horse in Arctic Slope. So those are some big trainers. Um, I my pick for this, I think, is Culprit. Last time out, he did an '80s buyer. He came from off the pace. Um, he was in third at the three-quarter pole, and he won by a half. This is a little bit longer, so it might set up okay for him. I think Almost Famous is going to be on the lead, but I like Culprit three. Three times out, one win. He wins at Churchill, closes last by half, 80s buyer. He ran the mile on a 137, which is exactly the same, I think. Pretty close to the same as almost famous. So his works are good. He's got Dale Romans. I like Dale Romans at Churchill. He won the fall meet there as the trainer. So I like culprit. I also like almost famous, so I'll probably do, I might either do a box or maybe something straight. Yeah, because it's a little bit riskier. But Almost Famous will be definitely the fave. I like Notability. One time out, came in second, 79 buyer. This would be like a second-tier pick. Uh, who else? I like um, Deborah Histor. He came in to second to Almost Famous, um, was blocked behind a wall of horses and got up for second in the last race against Almost Famous. So I like that horse also. But I think I'm going to go with Culprit. That's my pick for the Kentucky Jockey Club Grade 2. Uh, let's see. Let's talk a little bit about the cigar. Cigaro, cigaro, cigaro. Mile. And actually, the Cigar Mile, I think it was named after the horse cigar. Who's with the horse. There you go. So, in the Cigar Mile, so we have, it's a $500,000 race, mm. and that they have that added stuff in for Breeders' Cup winners, Yeah, which is, if you're a Breeders' Cup winner who is groupie dial in Golden Sense, um, you get a million bucks, and if you're Ooh. a grade one winner, um, 
you get 750,000 instead of 500,000. So the, the race is packed with talented horses. Nice. And it's the eighth race. It's the race before the Remsen tomorrow at Aqueduct. Um, Which is not closed. It's just closed for a day. <laughs> it was just closed for a day. Um, wind wind rant there. Um, man, that that's a f- that first horse. I'm just going to rattle off the horses. Do you want me to read it? Do you want me to give it a shot? Pratero? Pratero? The number one. Pratero. 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 All right. Pratero, yeah. Uh, that is a who horse. <laughs> a who horse. A who horse. From Whoville. David, but I can't read that. Jacobson, don't know that trainer. Forty Tales, Todd Pletcher, with Joel Rosario, number two. Clearly now, with Jose Legasano, with Brian Lynch as a trainer. We have the irrepressible female horse, big winner, just sold for three point one million. Groupie Dal, also the winner of the Breeders' uh, Breeders' Cup mare. Sprint grade one. Um, laugh track, who is a <laughs> I wish I had a laugh track. Mark Cassie horse with Mike Smith, who's always tough. Uh, Capo Bastone, Todd Pletcher horse with I read Ortiz. And actually, so Capo Bastone is an interesting horse to me in this race. They put him on the turf, he did a turf sprint, and he did not so well at the Breeders' Cup. He came in. 13th so I guess he doesn't like but now he's going back to a surface so the race before the turf sprint was the king's bishop and he won by two and it was on the dirt at these it was seven furlongs this race is a mile of course scar mile so that's interesting to me and I read Ortiz is back on him Joel Rosario was on him in the turf so I like that and it's Pletcher's kind of home court Pletcher's out of Belmont so I like that horse Saratoga Snacks the seven horse then the eight is Golden Sense, and I did the Golden Exact. I remember the Golden yep. Exact. So Golden Sense is in this race, um, the eight horse, and he still appears to be in pretty good shape. He is a Doug O'Neill California horse. I'm not crazy about him shipping across the country, but that's okay. Uh, flat out, the older, he's a seven-year-old Billy Mott horse. Um, hold on one second. Say something, Maxie. Something. Uh, what Billy, Billy Mott horse. Billy I've got to log on to my computer here. Hold on. Yeah, got to wake it up. Wake this puppy up because I got some here. How about a noise going? Sorry see about some noise. applause while we're there. You go. Thank you, sir. Got lots of windows open. There's a Jedi. There, there you go. <laughs> Luke, I am not your father. I am your father. <laughs> Very I did, smooth. I did a reverse. We're <laughs> uh, true professionals. See, I was on, uh, yeah, flat out. Then Verrazano, the number 10. I like Verrazano. It's a Pletcher horse. And then private zone number 11. So for this horse, this race, I like, who do I like? I like Groupie Dow a lot. I like Capo Bastone a lot. I like Golden Sense and Verrazano because Verrazano and Capo Bastone are Pletcher horses. And I think Pletcher will do better than, we'll, we'll see against Golden Sense and Groupie Dow. But I think in this race, there's so many good horses. I will Honestly, I will look at the horses and make my decision before the race. So it's a toughie. Mm-hmm. Um, I won quite a bit of money on Golden Sense, so it would be hard for me to get off of him. I also have won money on Groupie Dow, so it might do, I might do like a, 
exact a box, yeah. throwing in Capo, Bastone, and Verrazano. Play around with it a bit. And, and call it a day. Um, so I think that, that is, that, that's a lot of stuff to cram into one podcast. So Yeah, that's a busy podcast. So it's a busy, busy. I think, um, let me see if there's anything left. So look for Tommy Finucane, my buddy, to be on the show, my first guest next week, and then we'll hopefully get some other folks on the show. That'd be cool. Um, so you want me to do the oh, closing statement? One more one more race. The, the, today, there's the Clark, today is Friday, the 29th. Uh, the Clark Handicap is also being run. So we'll take charge and Game On Dude. Uh, Game On Dude spit the bet at the Breeders' Cup. Uh, I think he's going to come back with fearsome uh, activities today and get on the lead and maybe put him to sleep. But I, I like we'll take charge also in that race. So might go put a little cash on that. So anyhow, you want to do the rundown, Maxie? Yep, you can find us on anglelightmedia.com where you can take a look at some blogs and articles, find the podcast, maybe buy a print or two. Um, you can find follow us on Twitter, at uh, anglelightmedia, and on Facebook, give us a like, anglelightmedia. Um, and actually, you can search us on iTunes for yep. the, the podcast. Yep, we're on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud does have a mobile application as well so that's cool if you want to listen to a streaming on your phone or something uh, and i think that is a wrap mm-hmm.